You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What's the hats on the house? Got yeast and beast. This the Morton Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends we wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Morton Hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. People, people take your off. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And today is Christmas. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. I bet it's Christmas all over again. I don't think we have to worry about copyright stuff because you sang it like it wasn't the actual song. Yeah. I think we're okay. And it wasn't that good either. Uh, no, I thought it was great. I would listen to that. I'm coming off my... I've had a cold for the last couple of days. I'm pretty sure the listeners can tell because you still sound slightly congested. <laughs> Ooh, good. Let's. I'll, I'll be sure to up the volume on that one. Um, yeah, I, I woke up this morning. It's funny because this morning when I was talking, I, I felt fine. And um, yeah, I was surprised to get a phone call from you. <clears throat> I thought for sure I was like, if anything, like we get like cancel it. Like, well, and I was like, I'll just go get a beer and do a solo thing just so we yeah. can do a Christmas. No, and and I was like, I. I, I Pretty much felt great all day until like I came home from running some errands and then we've been nonstop. One of the bedrooms we have upstairs we use to kind of store stuff mm-hmm. and we've been moving that uh, down here because okay. we're having guests for the holidays. Oh right. So, right. Um, so we're clearing out the rooms and I'm like, I, I, I like stopped like after like doing it for like an hour and a half. I'm like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> and then I was like, I, I started. Then I, then I was like, <clears throat> and I was like, oh god, I'm coughing again. I'm like, here we go. I'm done. Um, but yeah, so like the, the cough started to come back, but I other than that, like I feel normal. You sound fine. I know, and you normally don't. I've wanna... had I've had no desire to drink like the last four days, and this is the first day Lucky where it's you. like, um, I, I I would like a drink. <laughs> I have not felt that way, and I have had some drinks. Um, yeah, so yeah, coming off that, mm. now we're enjoying a nice, tasty beer. Yes, the first beer for this year's Christmas beer episode comes from us, or comes to us from Penrose. It is the Snowboots Hazy Winter IPA, seven point three percent ABV, baby. Brandon, tell us all about it. Hazy Winter IPA. Uh, the temperature isn't the only thing freezing around here. Our hops are too. Mm. Using hops processed in a cryo process Ooh, that concentrates cryo-ops. the hop goodies. Uh, we are able to maximize our aroma compounds and limit the green matter and bitterness, harshness that can come with. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Snow Boots debuted a couple years ago to a great reception and is a bigger, more hop aromatic version of our Goofy Boots. Okay. Yeah, I've had those other boots that they've done. They've done some other iterations of it. Now I, that makes sense, because before we started recording, I said, what makes this a winter IPA? And that's a really clever way of doing it. Well, and then I, as you were saying that, I looked over at the description, and it's like, oh, cryo. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, honestly, the cryo hops really help 
hazy IPAs to be fruitier than bitter mm-hmm. or more fruity than bitter. Um, and this, this does it for me, man. This is a solid, not too sweet, juicy type of uh, uh, hazy IPA. It's What's interesting to me is that's not something that I have thought of being that we've brewed with fruit before mm-hmm. and I always freeze the fruit first. Oh, interesting. And then oh, throw yeah, it in right. stuff to try to act, try to extract more of the sweetness and the flavor out of it. Like Because all the moisture inside of it freezes the yeah. crystals and it helps break up. Like, so the, it literally makes sense that that process works for hops too. Sure. That's cool. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. This is um, this is crazy drinkable for, I think I said 7.3, but it's 7.5%. Yeah, 7.5%. Um, it's really good. It's a good hazy IPA. It smell. It doesn't smell fruity to me. It smells hoppy, like it smells like yep. bitter hops. But it's not bitter at all. No, it's not bitter. I'm getting some of that like West Coast kind of stickiness, uh, like, like reminiscent. Yeah, you know. Um, and it's a little bit dank on the nose um, from what from what what I can actually pick up. Um, but I like it, man. This is it, when you poured it first. I went to the bathroom and I, I was asking Tony what we were gonna drink, and he's like, started talking. And I went to the bathroom, came back out. I thought you poured prost for a second. I was like, all right, I guess we're starting with prost. <laughs> we're going with uh, big cinnamon notes yeah. out. Um, and I was like, that, that's fine with me, because um, it kind of, in the profile, the way it looks, is very similar to. Them. Yeah, it's um, it's really good. And if anybody else gets a chance to try the other boots that they do. Um, they're really good. I have not had a bad uh, version of this beer from Penrose. It's a very good haze on it, too. Yeah, it, and it's the color is like a nice orangey. I might have some... It looks like I've got some... Uh, Sediment. Yeah, some like hot matter in there, which is crazy because I don't get any hot burn or any of that green that they talked about for using the cryo hops. Are the other versions of the boots, are those also hazy IPAs? Yes, they're all hazy okay. IPAs. Um, but not cryo hops as far as I can remember. Got it. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. I would assume like that would be the variant of this. Yeah, that would kind of defeat the purpose. No, I, I think this is very well done. Um, and I, I, you sent me a picture of what you had picked up, and I wasn't exactly sure. I didn't look at like zoom in on all of them, but sure. I thought there was a Penrose or whatever, and I didn't look in to see what the the, the beer styles were. But um, if you're calling it a winter IPA, I mean, this you know. The, the process that you're doing it, you could do this year-round, Absolutely. obviously. Absolutely. Um, but it's a nice gimmick to have something to, like, especially an IPA to release during the winter. And not a shitty gimmick. Either. Exactly. No, like, that's a, it's an impressive way to get some very great aromatics and, you know, flavor profiles out of your hops. I would say it's more of a clever way of making it a, quote-unquote, winter IPA well, yes, because you're too. using, you know, cryo hops, cryogenically frozen hops. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I like this a lot. Brandon, if uh, someone was throwing snowballs at you, how many snowballs... <laughs> terrible. How many snowballs would you give this? Are they yellow snowballs? No, they're straight up just oh, cool, normal snowballs. Then hazy two, snowballs. Then two. <laughs> now, if they were yellow, I'd be like, five. Ah, oh, no. Uh, um, no I, I'm like... Three eight, three nine. You're not a big hazy IPA fan to begin with. I, so I. Not that you don't like it, but it's not your go-to. It's style. not my go-to style. And what I, what I say is, it's not something that I seek out. Um, and when I have one, if I'm impressed, I will let you know that I'm impressed. You know, because there's good ones. I've had like, yeah. again, 
suck it off old Irving again. Like I, there's so much. Like they make great hazies too. That like I, like that kind of got me like thinking about you know enjoying them a little bit more. Again, I don't naturally go and seek them, but you know if old Irving does one, I'll try it because they're usually pretty good. Their collaboration, uh, someone in Canada, I P A E H. Oh yeah. Uh, if you get a chance to try that, did you try it? I didn't. You should. It's really good. It's very subtle, smooth drinking, and I think that's close to almost 8%. It's really good. It's a very, it's like a hazy pale ale, it feels like. Did you have that when you went with your mom, or? No, I had that uh, when I was hanging out with Matthew at Beer on the Wall in our Oh, okay. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, that was a great time. Um, I would say, for me, someone who likes hazy IPAs, I also judge hazy IPAs off of my burp. I think you've said that before. And I'm saying it again, baby. Uh, it there's, it still tastes good, burping. Yeah. Like this, yeah, I, I would say it's like a four or three for okay. me. A four or three. That's, it's up there pretty high for like, it's a really, really well done hazy IPA. And I like the play on it being a hazy winter IPA with the cryo hops. I think that's a, it's a fun way to make a Christmas IPA. Yeah, I mean, bravo, good idea. Yeah, love mm-hmm. it. Uh, and at seven and a half, that's easy drinking at seven and a half. <laughs> I'll be asleep by the end of this episode. Yeah, Brandon's going to fade fast. This might not even be a full hour episode. I don't yeah. know what we're going to do. Um, all right, let's move on to beer number two as we're just plowing through it. This is We're All Misfits. Oh, I got sediment at the bottom of mine, too. Oh, sick. And that's, I, I did like go back and forth uh, for the can. Uh, at the end there. Uh, this is We're All Misfits from Solemn Oath. Brandon, I'm going to need you to look that up so yep. we can tell the kids all about this. It's an Xmas brown ale with holiday spices. So as you all know, I'm a big fan of brown ales. And I did grab another brown ale that had like cocoa, vanilla, and cinnamon in it. And I just thought it might have been too much to have two brown ales that were going to be spiced. So I decided not to bring that one. Thank you. And I don't know if we've had a solemn oath beer on here ever or in a while. It, it's been some odd time. So I'm yeah. filling this this glass here. I'm pretty sure that's that's probably close to half, Brandon, just so you know. Okay. So don't feel like you have to drink this in the rest of the 16-ounce can. You can save it and drink it later to help you go to sleep, but I don't think you'll have a problem with that. I will say that the the design on this can is super cool. It's a bunch of like random toys that look like they're not happy as the Misfits toy Misfit toys uh, you would expect to look like. Ooh, right away, it's a very nice, it's a nice clear brown ale. It's like a tannish white head. There is definitely a little bit of spice. I want to say. It's like that holiday spice mix of like, you know, there's a little cinnamon, maybe nutmeg, something like that going on in here. What are you getting from that, Brandon? Um, let's see. Mm, listen to him sniff that beer. Hmm. I'm, I'm getting traditional like brown ale. Like it, per, predominantly. It's funny that you say that because... If this was poured... Or, or like a porter, almost. If this was poured for me, not knowing what type of beer this was. Like, like not knowing... Porter? Not knowing that it was... No, I would say, oh, it's a good brown ale. And I think my mind, because I read, you know, Christmas 
spiced beer. Right away, I was like, oh, I can smell this. Then I took a sip. I don't get... I get very subtle spice, if any. Agreed. It's a really good brown ale, though. Yeah. And it is a little more chocolatey that leans closer to a porter. Yeah, and this... So I just found a description um, on Untapped, and I'm not getting... Laid on us. Okay. Housed in a portable dedication to 1964's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stop-motion animated classic, this is SOB's first ever Christmas ale. A rich and deep Xmas brown ale with fresh orange peel, what? cinnamon, okay, and a mix of holiday spice. Mm. Silky and layered mm. with holiday nostalgia Maybe. and holly, jolly aromatics of graham crackers, what? and a chocolate bumble bounce. Okay. Interesting. We got the wrong beer. It tastes like a roasty brown ale. Yeah, it's not bad. No, like uh, especially for brown ales. Like I love brown ales. This is this comes off as a heavier brown ale to me. Like it's not a light crisp beer. This is definitely a bit heavier. I, I get some. Spice, like I said, I, now that I'm like, it's not up front, but it's like in the back end, like aftertaste wise. Sure, there's there's a little spice there. Yeah, get that orange though. It lingers a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm not getting any orange. Um, I don't get graham cracker. No cinnamon. No and chocolate. Chocolate, yeah, chocolate more than anything. Yeah. But I, I get that in brown ales. Not all brown ales, but that's subtle in some brown ales. You know, anyway. Um, even if it's not the predominant flavor for me, like I can, you know, depending on the malt that they use, I can usually pick up on some chocolate. But I don't know what the fucking chocolate bumble bounce is, but apparently that's supposed to be in here. So I mean, sure, some chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote the bumble bounces. It's either. not bumbling and bouncing in my mouth. You're just like supposed to be jumping around, and then <coughs> he's coughing. I'm trying to burp. This is great. Um, that's why I got a mute button. <laughs> this is tough. For me because I was really excited and I feel like maybe I should have brought the other one. Like I thought this was gonna wreck our palates because of all the spices. Yeah, like a spice beer, like yes, there is there is like a slight spice aftertaste lingering in my mouth, but I don't know if I if I didn't know what this beer was supposed to be, mm-hmm. if I would be perceptive of it. I would say um if we do end up recording next week. Bring yeah, it next week. We have to. Well, no, I'm just it's saying. Whatever, whatever <laughs> we end up recording next week, bring it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because we always need a, a, a beer to share, uh, multiple beers to share for that. Yeah. Um, I'm not mad at this beer. I like. But you the, like you like brown ale. Yeah, so. yeah. That's what I mean. Like I like I like it as a holiday beer. I was hoping for. A little holiday spice. Yeah. Um, you know, Great Lakes Christmas Ale is one of my favorites, which, by the way, I did have one can of the Bourbon Barrel Age one left, and somebody drank it, so I apologize. They didn't know they couldn't have it. Who the fuck was your mom? Was it was my mom. It was my mom. I'll tell you off, Mike. Um, <laughs> Who am I murdering? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. For that one, the Great Lakes Bourbon Barrel Age Christmas Ale, it's okay. I liked it. The Christmas ale itself, though, did the, you know, we don't need to mess with it. Just just drink the regular Christmas ale. Yeah, I mean, that beer is fucking fantastic. I'll grab that. I'll grab it again if I see it, but... Exactly, Aggie. You know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, Christmas ale can do no wrong in my books. 
the more I get into this, it's like there is a spice in there, but then it, all of a sudden it just retreats and it's just a, it's a brown ale. It makes me wonder if it's like sitting at the bottom, like the spices fall. There, if there's any more left, there give, me, give me a little bit, give me a little bit of that. Maybe, but you'd, you'd, you'd think that with like, you know, a beer like of this standard wouldn't. No, still smells like a brown ale. Yep. I mean, it's good. It, it really is good. Like, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll give you my rating. We're going to go off of uh, Misfit Toys. How many Misfit Toys would I rank this? If I'm rating this on a Christmas beer that says it has spices in it, I'm giving it a 3.25. If I'm going straight up on a brown ale, uh, I'll give it a 3.9, maybe a 4. Because it's a really good brown yeah. ale. I like, I like how much it's they lean into it. It's a brown ale because it, it does kind of like get really close to a porter for me as far as roastiness and chocolate goes. It's not like super roasty like coffee, but it is a bit heavier and thicker than a brown ale I'm used to. Like I like a nice crisp brown ale that has like a nice roastiness that comes through that's almost subtle but still perceptive. This has the aftertaste of like chocolate it it almost hits it does really it does the the color is perfect though i mean that looks like a damn brown ale man yeah you kind of nailed it on the head though but the, the what 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 Ooh, i nailed it on the head i yeah. love it um like just kind of what i was going to say but what is interesting is it's five and a half percent oh wow that's it, interesting um and it like it feels like it should be more yeah wow that's pretty cool. So it's here. Here's an experiment we should do in the future. Um, we have so many ideas. Just taking any beers that we haven't had before, or, even, or that we have had and maybe haven't had them in a while, and just drinking them, and then just by flavor profile trying to guess the ABV. Ooh, that'd be interesting. That'd be a nice way to do the next uh, mystery beer episode instead yeah. of it just being mystery beers, but try to figure out where the ABV yeah. lands. Because then it lets us off the hook for Clark and I, at least, to you know, not say it's a saison yeah. when it's a pale ale. Indeed. Yes, and you guys still keep listening to this show. <laughs> Brandon, how many misfit toys uh, are you giving this one? Um, I'm in. I'm in the same wheelhouse. Um, the the fact that it doesn't match the description. Uh, I'm at like. Close to three two five, like three one three two, um, and then if I was going just to brown ale, uh, I'm I'm with you on that, like three seven five, maybe three eight. Yeah, um, I would say if you want a holiday themed beer that is subtle with the spices, I mean, like there is that lingering like spice in my mouth right now. Yeah, I don't know. Certain people are gonna not who, who would enjoy this mm-hmm. for sure. And certain people like us kind of want just a little bit more. And again, these ratings are just based on right here, right now. Yeah, and I also wonder, like... It's a good beer. If it's fallen off, it was canned three months ago. Yeah, I'd have a hard time believing it would fall off Exactly. Like, you wouldn't notice any of it? Yeah, Salamoth beers, uh, Salamoth, they're they're on their shit, you know? And and most of the time when you're making beers that are Christmas beers, yeah, they come out in August, September, but they're made to last through Christmas, at least. Yeah, it's a good beer overall. Like, I I don't dislike it. I do think I would buy it again, mainly because 
it's a brown ale that I really like and it's five and a half percent. And then, you know, maybe just today's the day where, you know, you're getting over your cold. I might not have the, we, we just drank, you know, snow boots. Maybe that did something to our palates as well. So it's, it's not a bad beer by any means. It's just the ranking we're giving it right here, right now. And uh, I like it. You know, overall, I do like it. I, I, I would definitely have it again. Yeah. When I, when I do the whole swish in the mouth thing, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more. Sure. Oh, that's what I'm saying, like, about, like, the aftertaste in my mouth. I yeah. feel like, oh, this is, you know, there is... Sure. There, I, the only thing I will say that I don't get is the orange peel. No. No, but I am... I There's some spice that's coming through that I could identify as holiday spice. Yeah. So. Not bad. Way to go, Salamoth. You made a solid brown ale that I'm definitely looking forward to trying again. I'm curious if this is, like, if there's a base beer for this. Good question. We always ask that question. We always ask the hard, ask the hard yeah. hitting question. Well, I mean, I'd, the reason I asked that would be I'd be curious, like, to do a side by side between the two. I mean, I'm always down to try a brown ale. I don't care. I will have a brown ale any day, anytime. I know that about you. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, you, you know, like, you know, we should like the brown beers. You know, what we should do take a break. We should take a quick break and. We're going to take a quick break. Just so you guys know, this song that's about to play. Do you guys, I mean, if you listen to this the show, you know uh, that uh, After the Final Four is uh, performed by my cousin Kevin. Yeah, composed. Yeah. Uh, even though we came up with the idea. Uh, he and his wife did that. Uh, Kevin is also in a band called Celery. They're a local band here in Chicago. Super cool. And uh, we're going to play a song from them right now. We'll tag them in this episode. Be sure to check them out. They're pretty rad. We'll be right back. We're back. Oh shit! Have we ever stopped? Well, yeah, we did hit stop, oh. and then we played that song. What was From, the song? Uh, that song. Oh, fuck. I just. Been... <laughs> that was from uh, you guys know him, Kevin Goggin. Uh, he did the After the Final Four theme song. He was on our American Pale Ale episode. 
that was his band Cell Ray, C-E-L space Ray. Uh, the song was called Lakes Mall. Uh, be sure to check him out on Spotify. Check him out on Bandcamp. Find him on Instagram. I know that that's the only social media that they're on. I'm not sure if they're on anything else, but uh, good music. They're good people. I got a chance to hang out with them, uh, all of them, uh, one time at Dovetail. Uh, or Dovetail and Beguile for their Oktoberfest, which was super cool. There. Is that when they played? Yeah, it was. It was. It was rad. It was rad to see, and uh, it's a little. I feel like it's a little taste of my youth with those guys. So they're fun. They're a fun band. Are they all like fifteen years old? No, they're closer to our age. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So check them out. Celery C E L space R A Y. Bandcamp, Spotify. Anywhere you can get your music. Brandon, what are we drinking next, baby? We are drinking Illuminated Brew Works War on Xmas. If you want it. Well, if you want to. Hmm. It's a white peanut brittle stout, 11% alcohol by volume. I will tell you this. What do you think of it? I'm, I'm on the, just the aroma. I'm getting like peanut brittle-ish. Absolutely. Kind of like like with mixed with marshmallow fluff. Yeah, like, there's like the a butterscotch. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be tough. I took a sip, made a face at Brandon. Brandon took the sip. Brandon, what do you think about this beer? It's hella sweet, and yeah. not like a great way. No, this is. Mm. This might be the first time we don't tag a brewery. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. There's. When it comes to like adjuncts and things like that, obviously we're not shy to trying crazy stuff. This one is not for me, unfortunately. And I've okay, so also disclosure I've had a handful of illuminated beers, I really have. Um, they have, I went to the brewery, it's their, their beers are fantastic, <clears throat> it's really good. They keep making this beer. At least this is like the second or third time. There's also another variation of this beer that is not the peanut brittle. I, just me personally, I do not care for this. It reminds me of like... um, Why'd you do that to me? Sorry. It reminds (laughs) me of like the smell of old bad pancake syrup. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I'm so sorry, eliminated. But yeah, I so and, and I think that's what I was getting. Like when I was smelling it, it, I was, you know, in my head, I was like, I, I guess I just kept thinking peanut brittle, peanut brittle, peanut brittle. That's what I wanted to get. Yeah, I felt like I was getting that mixed with like marshmallow fluff before I read the description that actually says there's marshmallow in there. We haven't read the description. No, yet. I know, but I read. I was reading out the can. Um, Give everybody the solid description, Brandon. Um, Things change, the center will not hold, and IBW is no exception. We've updated our annual favorite, War on Xmas, to celebrate yet another holiday favorite, Peanut Brittle. So do they change it every year? I know they had two out this year. I'm not sure what past years have been. Uh, we got this the same white stout base uh, we've always used, but now we've added peanut and toffee okay. with a little kiss of marshmallow okay. to bring you a new holiday adventure in a can to help you deal with your family for one more year. I, 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 I guess I'm dealing with my family. Yeah. Because this isn't going down. Illuminated. Not knocking you guys. I'm not knocking any of your other beers. Because I have. I've been to the brewery. It's great. 
great little spot tucked away in, in uh, Park Ridge on Northwest Highway. Very tasty beers. Unfortunately, this one I do not like at all. It's too sweet. It just tastes, man, I'm kind of bummed out. I really I was, wanted to like this. I did too. I thought it was going to be something that uh, would have fit our uh, been in our wheelhouse for you know types of beers that we get into. So now we've got some friends that have drank this. Okay. Um. Again, this is just me and Brandon. <coughs> We're so and, and this could be because it was last year. Uh, so. Uh, we've got some friends that drank this. So Ron checked into this last okay. year, last January, or no, this January, uh, January fourteenth, and gave it a four. And that, you know, such and, a good beer. And Ron doesn't normally rate beers; he'll just check in beers, and yeah. he only rates things that he's like, "Oh yeah, that that that's worth rating." Yeah, I've got a hand, just like a, literally a couple of people. The lowest rating, you know, from friends that I've had that have had it the lowest rating is 3.75 yeah so this is definitely just and that was last year's edition i I don't have anybody that's up uh done it this year so maybe it's this year's batch maybe it's just us it's just not a beer that uh we like but again they're local brewery so you tell us if you guys have this or had had it um let us know like are we are we missing something here is it is it just us right here right now because like i said i've had illuminated beers before they're very tasty, very good. I love their uh, can uh, can artwork as well, and their uh, little tap room is really cool. It's really rad. It's a fun bar type situation, and uh, yeah, it's it's. This is not a knock on Illuminated by any means. I am just this beer is not for me. Yeah, I'm not even gonna rate it. I don't because then I, I you know then it's just like. It's pointless. It's pointless for, for for me to rate this just because I'm I just I just don't don't care for it. Yep, agreed. I'm bummed. Uh, I will tell you this next year, or if I see the other because ver- I did see two. I thought I saw two versions out this year. Um, if I see the other one or I see it again, I will <coughs> I will definitely try it because, like I said, I I like Illuminated and it would be cool to uh, maybe it's just this variant or it's just us tonight. I don't know, but Brandon. That leads us to dun, dun, dun. our final beer of the night. So when I saw this, by the way, I picked up all these beers at uh, Beer on the Wall in Park Ridge today. Which I'll... You talk it up, I'm going to go rinse our glasses. Fantastic. That would be great. One thing I was going to point out was that normally, I've never been there on a Saturday evening, especially before a holiday, to grab anything. This was crazy because there was a lot of... A lot of breweries have their, you know, sections of, of, you know, where you can grab their beers. A lot of off-color was gone. There was barely any revolution. There was barely any old Irving. Um, and I felt very lucky to come across this one because the past few months I've seen random variants of the Henna series from Moore. And this one definitely popped out. This was the one, the very... This is the third beer that I grabbed when I was building the four pack. Uh, this this screams Christmas. It's henna gingerbread and it has gingerbread Ooh. vanilla. It's an imperial stout, fourteen percent alcohol. This is why I saved it for the end because I figured it's a big beer. It's got gingerbread. You and I have had. I don't know if we've. I think we did a henna. Oh my god! This is pouring fucking oil. There you go. Is it black as your soul? Um. 
this one, uh, the hennas have always been good. And if you've been to more for their parties and things like that, or just stopped in and, and tried the hennas, Brandon, I, if I'm not mistaken, you still have two hennas in your uh, 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 cellar over there. Likely. You have a birthday cake one. I do. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Because these yeah, are so good, we really need to have those. Yeah, agreed. So, pouring this, it looks as thick and as dark as Motorola. Swirling it around. Ooh, man. The head on it has a nice, like, deep, dark brown. Makes me want to go put it in my car and see if it will be like I get Motorola. ginger bread cookie right off the top uh, for the aroma. Oh, boy. Did you take a sip? What do you think about this one? Sick boy. Way better than the last one. <laughs> oh, sorry. We still like you. Um, wow. There's there's a, a slight... Uh, I don't want to say it's like an oxidation. There's something that I'm kind of getting, but again, that could just be my palate right now. But everything else is coming through like... Dude, it's like the perfect... Like, thickness, like, the mouthfeel is perfect on it. It's super smooth, carbonated perfectly. And then, like, those hints of, like, gingerbread cookie are definitely in there. And that is that is pleasing. It's sweet. It is thick. There's a nice vanilla undertone. The only problem I have with this beer, the ginger comes off almost, for me, personally, it reminds me of ginger from ginger ale and not a gingerbread cookie. See, that's what it, that's the thing that I'm getting. It's more of I'm getting like the gingerbread spices that are typically in there, but that one thing that like I can't put my finger on, that's what it is. It's like ginger. Yeah. And it needs cookie. It needs cookie, some yeah. type of like biscuity. Yeah, if you're going to call it a gingerbread, I mean, I I Far and away, like this is much more palatable. Sorry than the. Would I not? Would I have like if this comes out again next year? I'll grab it again. Um, when I say and that, have it with some gingerbread cookies. Yeah, like the 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 ginger is just very potent for me. Yeah, it's not a bad beer by any means. Um, it is just I feel like the ginger is a bit strong for me. And the only reason why I can say that is because I've had ginger ale this week, uh, and I I love ginger ale. I try not to drink soda as much as I can. Or try not to drink soda as much as I want. Yeah. Um, so I, I rarely have soda. And I got a ginger ale this week. And the spice from ginger ale is like very like specific. But I think it's the ginger and the sweetness is what's drawing me to that. Now, again, just like any other beer. I just kind of burped a little bit. It's kind of like a gingerbread cookie. Like it's like I'm eating a cookie. I just wish the flavor of the beer while I was drinking it, there was like a biscuity cookie type flavor because it's sweet vanilla ginger and even like a roastiness it's just kind of subtle um two things first one it's funny that you said the thing about drinking ginger ale like i've switched my normal everything i drink to the like the canada dry zero sugar fantastic it's Um, so good and that is like at night i'll come down and like with a glass of ice she's like what are you doing and i'm like I'm going to drink some ginger ale. I was just like, because normally I, there was times I'd come down at night and I, like, if I wasn't, we weren't recording or and I was just in here playing video games, I'd sit there, you know, drink like a liter of Diet Coke. Yeah. And then I wonder why I'm up till two in the morning. 
So I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm drinking the, carbonated water. I'm just a night person because I'm up till one or two as well. Second thing is, but I'm also playing Mortal Kombat one a lot. Yeah. Second thing is, I'm gonna go grab some fresh made gingerbread cookies. Interesting. I like that. Uh, and I'm gonna talk through this because uh, I don't want to edit this out. Definitely not knocking this beer or even the last beer. Um, it just these two just are aren't in my wheelhouse of of, of what I was expecting. The Illuminated one, I'm definitely looking forward to trying it again next year because maybe maybe it's just this peanut brittle one is, is not for me. A white stout is very tasty. As you know, we, we love Old Irving's Prost, which is a white stout as well. This more... Uh, oh, geez. Knocking stuff over. The Henna Gingerbread, it, 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 I, it, I think it accomplishes what they're trying to, to do. There is a gingerbread cookie like flavor to it because of the sweetness and vanilla and ginger i just wish that there was a little bit more cookie in there and i feel like uh like a biscuit malt would have would have helped this again not a beer that i wouldn't try again and and brandon and i are are, are you know these are just our opinions um and all the other henna you know variants are fantastic i feel like this beer specifically is very good for to share because it's a 16 ounce can it's a good beer to share between two people especially around like christmas this is the best time to to want to go ahead and and try this beer brandon has just come back down with the gingerbread cookie he is uh walking in front of me he is uh, he's, he's gonna take a picture i'm not i hope he i don't know where he's gonna post it maybe to his personal uh, I don't know the wife told me to take a picture so. maybe a personal Instagram maybe it'll be uh, for the malting hour but uh, I want to try a piece of this gingerbread cookie now from what I've told my godson um, Benjamin did make these today there's icing on this too so that's where the vanilla is coming from oh yeah oh man I love gingerbread cookies so point of uh, a note that note that's very important come on these are not ones that he touched <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with that. There's, like, no. no, there's literally a, a tray of, that were his cookies that when he was, like, pulling out the candies, he was eating them. You know? Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, like, gingerbread cook like, if this mm. stout was supposed to be reminiscent of gingerbread or gingerbread cookie or gingerbread cake or whatever, they nailed the sweetness, they nailed the vanilla... The ginger is just a little bit much. Yeah, and it's not even like it's the wrong ginger. Like, yeah. it's just strong. And it's even like me taking a bite of the cookie with the sweetness because there's frosting on top of this cookie. The only thing I get when I take a sip is the ginger. Ginger, yeah. yeah. I mean, again. Makes it better, but. Yeah, not a knock on, on more. It's just, it's not, again, just like the last one. Maybe not my, my jam, but it's enough to be like, would I buy it next year? Yeah. I would. I would because like especially if it's like, oh, I'm gonna go to a bottle share of it's like me, yeah. you and somebody else, or like even Becca. Like I would drink I would drink a couple more ounces of this. I, I like ginger. I do like ginger, so that's the thing. Like yeah. and this beer tastes good, it's fourteen percent to top it off. Um Well that's dude, I love like when I eat sushi, like the first thing I eat is the ginger. Nice. And like pickled ginger is delicious. I eat the shit out of ginger like that way. Um and I love gingerbread. Like it's just these cookies are really good. Yeah, it's like so. She was. It's funny because she went looking for like Betty Crocker or something like pre-made mix because she didn't want to deal with it because she was going to make it with Benjamin, and it's quicker to just have that mix. Sure. 
but she ended up pulling up a recipe. I don't know. It, it may have been my mom's recipe, but like, oh, nice. They're like delicious. super, like they're soft. They're like the icing is really nice. Yeah, the icing store bought, but but also like if you remove the icing, I bet these cookies are also still just very good. Apparently, I was told I was corrected when I was breaking this down. This is a ginger girl. Fuck, we fucked up. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, everybody. Gingerbread girl. It's a gingerbread person. No, Brandon. How many gingerbread women? No, no, no. How many gingerbread people are you giving this beer? Um, Number one, you can base it on what they presented, just uh-huh. like we did the last one, or for all the beers, based on what they presented, and also just based on what you like about it. I'd love so to ev- give two. I love everything about the beer, except for the... And, and I even love the ginger. It's just too much ginger. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm like 3.6, three, 3.7. Three, um because everything else is really well done. And we've also had other hennas before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. I might... Man, this is going to sound shitty, but I'm like 3-2. It's just like... Okay. Only because I really was super excited for gingerbread, you know? But again, I like ginger as well. And the stout sweetness and vanilla is, is very good. I'm just kind of bummed that it's not gingerbread and it's just like ginger... Vanilla and sweet stout. Yeah, I mean, it makes me wonder, like, what the the play. I, I, my assumption is it was not intentional because it's it's very noticeable, like right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it reminds me of of ginger ale. And if I was just drinking it right away, like you know, somebody's hey, try this, drink it right away, take a sip, and I would be like, oh, this is fantastic. And then, kind of as I did that, like I stopped and I was like, oh, there's something going on. And you were like. You had already taken a sip, and you're like, the ginger. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. I'm like, that's the ginger. Well, it was the same thing with the illuminated beer. Like, I wasn't I wasn't purposely trying to make a face, but you didn't seem, I didn't even notice that. Well, you didn't even seem like, it, it, that makes sense, because you didn't even seem, like, turned off by the aroma. But when you took a sip, you and I both kind of made the same face, where it was like, ah, it's just kind of not something that we're, we're feeling. Right yeah, like, and, it, and it's weird, because it's... It's hard to find a beer that I just don't like. Yeah. Same here. Um, As a meaningless cookie. Or, like, and again, it's not that, like, I would probably enjoy, again, we, we know people that checked this in last year and really enjoyed it. So it makes me question if something changed. Well, um, same thing with this. Maybe I, they had it on draft and it was different. Like, I'm also sure that if some of our friends even if it's Dan or Clark or whoever if they had this henna they might have thoroughly enjoyed this again just based on our own opinions what is it is it a henna gingerbread yeah henna, henna gingerbread or henna gingerbread henna gingerbread um again I would uh we've had I have no friends that have checked into it oh what's the regular checking on on uh it's at a four yeah I, see I get that it's just like when we were talking about Bourbon County this year. You and I really loved Manus Foster. There are people who I've seen was like, Bananas Foster, th- this tastes like banana runt. Oh, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? So, you know, taste is subjective. This is just how we're feeling tonight. For sure, go ahead and try all these beers. I would say that the Snow Boots was my favorite. Salmo second, the Hen and Gingerbread third, and the War on Christmas. I'm 
Yeah, I guess that's fourth. I guess, yeah. Uh, I feel like you might be the same way. Oh, yeah. 100%. In fact, like the brown ale, as a brown ale, might be number one for me. But Snow Boots, I thought it was clever for the winter IPA. Yeah. No, and I, I, I love that idea. And, it, I mean, I don't have anything to, like, cryogenically free stuff. but it, well, you, should, you should get something. Uh, okay, let me talk to the wife. Um, but I do, I, I would love to experience, like, even if I ever do, like, something with fresh hops, um, freezing them and seeing if that does something, I'd be interested. Yeah. And then dry them. And then crush them into a powder. And then snort them. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You took my Christmas wish away. <laughs> Snortable, hops. snortable hops. <laughs> oh, good. Now I've got the intro of the episode. Uh, so there it is, everybody. That's our Christmas episode. We hope you're having a nice Christmas or whatever holiday that you are celebrating. Monday. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> uh, which is lame because I have to go to work Tuesday. Brandon, are you off on Tuesday? I'm off all week. God bless America. I spent too many vacation days earlier this year. Next year, I'm not Thanks, camp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but everybody, I hope you have a nice Christmas, and uh, if you have a chance to try these beers, go out and try them, and let us know what you think. Obviously, we're this is an episode where we're very torn on these yeah. beers, so uh, maybe it's us tonight. We don't know. We'd like I to know. So. It. First two were great. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and again, the, the henna wasn't bad either. I just, that war on Christmas was not yeah. my jam. Yeah. Brandon? Merry Christmas, and I love you. Merry Christmas, man. Love you, too. We'll see you, everybody, next week for the Maltese, which Clark... Insert applause. Clark and Dan are probably not a part of, but uh, <laughs> going to have some recordings of them because uh, they have their top beers of the year. We'll see what happens next year. It's probably going to be more of me and Brandon and Brian Matthew back in, but uh, when Clark and uh, Dan can make time, they will. So we'll see you guys next week. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. Whatever you celebrate, we just hope you are having a great time with your friends and family. Bye. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.